On this week's episode of the J-Hook Pod, now reached episode 10, we celebrate that a little bit at the end, talk about it, talk about some stats. We're officially above average. Mm-hmm. Above average. Like. Officially above average. We start off with a little highs and lows. Um, Brennan had, what did you talk about, about again? You had some story about... Oh, I had some stories about the John Collins dunk. I talked about other things in the news. I talked about the new NBA commercial. I talked about the Deontay Wilder fight, um, Tyson Fury fight coming up this Saturday. So big things are happening. Basically what he means is basketball is back. Yes. <laughs> and there's a lot of it. We talked about it all. Yeah. Touched on the Green Bay Packers, silent Jalen Smith, our thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Um, a little update in the Ben Simmons saga. <laughs> You'll hear our takes on that. You'll hear our, what we think. Then we talk a little bit about Kyrie Irving and how he's kind of a weird little dude. Okay, you shouldn't. Um, you should baller, though. Okay. Um, we go into a quick okay. NFL preview of Packers versus Bengals this Sunday. And then we cap off the podcast with the NBA end-of-season award predictions. We give our predictions on MVP, DPOY, Most Improved Player, Coach of the Year, and Sixth Man of the Year. So lots of stuff. Jam-packed podcast today. Um, it was actually nonstop convo. Mm-hmm. We had a little technical difficulty. So when you hear if probably towards like three quarters of the end of the podcast, you're going to hear a little pause. Um, it might sound a little weird, but just know that our shit crashed and we had to redo it a little bit. We had to restart our Zoom meeting. And so that's what that was. And if you don't hear it, just know that it was me that fixed it. So you're welcome. But And if you don't hear it, <laughs> Brennan flawlessly put that shit together. Yes. So that's what you can expect on this episode of the J-Hug Pod. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Perfect. Well, like I said, playing you in fantasy this week. And I feel pretty good about my chances. I got, I got two guys playing tonight. I got Matt Stafford and Daryl Henderson. They're up um, for me tonight. They've both been really consistent. They've both been awesome. I got some shit for the Matt Stafford pick in the beginning, but he has proven that he is one of the elite quarterbacks, not only in the NFL, but in fantasy as well. Man, straight balls. Can't run worth a lick. I cannot run a lick, but can chuck that ball. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Darrell Henderson in the backfield. I mean, he's got a Tyler Higby. He's got some weapons. He's been balling out. So I've been happy with his production. So I think I got a real shot to dethrone you this week because I'm currently 3-1 and one, and you're currently 4-0. and oh. So I think I got a good chance. Two of the uh, top teams in the league going at it. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be a good matchup, and I think I got a good chance to pull off the dub. Yeah, so I'm projected to only win by 10, but I'm personally thinking I'm going to win by about 25. And what makes you think you're going to win by 25? Well, first of all, Derrick Henry's playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Chalk that up for an easy 20. Yeah, Derrick Henry is a monster. I know. I, as soon as I drafted I him, I was watching. I knew well, what I was doing. Well, I, down here in Tennessee, like I get every Titans game on Sunday. So this year, I've been watching an unusual amount of Tennessee Titan football. Sure. That guy is a f- monster. He's a freak. Connor. He's a freak. No, it's not natural. He is so f- tall and just huge. Like, Six I didn't realize he was. Yeah. I didn't realize he was that tall, but I remember looking. I was like, God, he's a he's a giant. Yeah, he's, he's six, six foot two. two yoked i mean there's linebackers that are smaller than him <laughs> what oh, the yeah, heck definitely. is this guy definitely i mean because when you think of a running back you think of someone like short and stocky and really think of like a 510 man yeah. who like fits in between tiny spaces and like mm-hmm. no like, derrick henry like, forces the f- yeah like if the hole's not big it. enough that's nah, fine i'll just 
I'll just plow my way through. It's oh no hole. I'm gonna make one. Yeah, exactly. So I've been actually loving watching him play. So they call him King uh, Henry for a reason. You're damn right, he's a king. No, I he because I've never really sat down. Like I knew he was good, obviously, but never really sat down and watched one of his games in the entirety. And I've done that a few times this year, and it's been it's been a complete tr- treat. The man's a yeah, he's a treasure. But mm. um, yeah, you know, you do have. On paper, probably the superior team, but I I got guys that can boom. I got guys that are always consistent. Um, Adam Thielen kind of had a bad week last week, but Amari yeah, Cooper's been did. yeah Amari Amar, Amar Cooper's been a little inconsistent, but mm-hmm. um, Keenan Allen's always been solid. Jared Cook had a really good week last week. Matt, Matt Stafford's at least going to give me twenty every week. Daryl Henderson and DeAndre Swift they've been at least fifteen the entire year, so. Except for last week, so if had I think nine or ten, but he I think he was coming off like a rib injury, but still happy with the squad. But I think I got a pretty good shot to take home the dub this week, and I I would love nothing more than to bury you because in the earlier pods you were you know giving me hell about my draft and my team and not only you but everybody and I you know I've really turned that around and made people think okay I'm one of the superior teams in the league. Um, early favorite for GM of the year, if I do say so myself. I've made moves upon moves upon moves. So, you've made um, one move. Wait, wait, one move. What you talking about? You made one trade. Have you like, have you been on the waiver wire or something or what? I've made two trades. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, and I've probably made about mm, ten moves from the wa- wa- waiver wire. I'd say, my, the only starters from my team that I still have are Matt Stafford and Adam Thielen. Those are the only two guys that I drafted that are still on my team, besides the guys that are on the bench, but starters. Matt Stafford and Adam Thielen. Everybody else came from trades and waivers. Jesus. And I got a squad now. I got a good team. I got a solid team. I just want to say a little more. You definitely got a solid team, but, Brennan, when you look at my lineup, I'm made for the big time. I'm made to go all (laughs) the way. And you're saying I'm not? I beat some stiff competition. No, your team is definitely a week-by-week team. I think your team definitely <laughs> depends on matchups. While my players are kind of like, f*** a matchup, I'm going to ball, do my thing. So that's where we differ. Well, Josh Allen and Derrick Henry are hard to compete with anybody, no matter who you have. But your running back core, I mean, um, is it James Robinson? Yeah, James Robinson and John Deere Swift, they're about the same. Amari Cooper, Stephon Diggs, probably edge to Stephon. Keenan Allen, Terry, they're about equal. I'd, I'd honestly give the edge to Keenan. You f- kidding me? What do you mean? You kidding me? Keenan Allen's played fantastic this year. What are you talking about? Keenan Allen's last four weeks. Ready? 19, 14, 19, 10. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Listen, Brennan, just listen. Mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin. 10, 27, 10, 30. Honestly, if you'd average it about, if you averaged them out, they'd probably be around the same. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I mean, those two 30 weeks definitely help, but good God. Well, he had two touchdowns last week. And plus, they were playing in Atlanta. The weeks he had 30 points, they played the Giants and they played the and they played um, the Falcons. So, I mean, you can kind of expect a big week once they play those guys. Then we look at the tight ends. I switched between um, Dawson Knox from Buffalo and Jared Cook. You got Kyle Pitts, solid. I got Adam okay. Thielen, J- Jamar Chase. I'm 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 happy with Adam Thielen. He's been probably my my most consistent most consistent wide receiver. I got Arizona's defense, and then I got uh, Carlson from Las Vegas kicking my 
kicking my balls for me. So I'm I'm happy with the team. And I think it'll be a good matchup this week. We'll see what happens. It all kind of depends on tonight if Matt Stafford and Daryl Henderson play well. Because if they don't, then I'm kind of screwed. Yeah, we'll they see. Need, they need to play well. But we'll if see. we wanted... Dub. Yeah. But if we wanted to move on to uh, the next portion of the pod, what did we want to hit with first? Do we want to talk some high and low or just go straight in? Um, well, do you have any highs and lows? I mean, my high and lo- high of this week kind of goes into the pod. So um, I'm not sure if you've seen the John Collins dunk. Have you seen that? Baptism? Yep. Baptized. My insane. Lord. Connor. It was beautiful. Because it was the it's it's one of those dunks where you watch it and you're like, Good God. Like he looked like the jump man. His legs were spread out like that. He basically sis he scissored kicked Jared Allen in the face, yammed it on him, and then just the whole arena is going nuts. I'm like, this is a preseason game. Like we we could expect to see this plenty of times more I mean, everyone knows Josh uh, Collins is athletic, but it was it was a reminder that basketball is on the way, and this is what to expect. And it was it was awesome. That was incredible. Just straight up jammed it on the guy. Kind of felt bad for him because it's it was the first preseason game, and he already got posters. Probably dunk of the year already. So that's uh that's what that's that's a shitty way to start off your season. I'm trying to find it right now. Oh, it's incredible. They were coming off. I don't know it. who threw it. Yeah, they were coming down the middle of the lane just to, you know, easy alley-oop. The, um, Jared Allen got sucked oh in, stopped the driver, God. and just, boom, dropped it on him. It, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's Buzz beautiful. Buzz cut Collins. Yeah, yeah. He's got a new hairdo now. It, it was just beautiful. I loved oh, seeing it. Oh, yeah. No, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. His head's at the rim, bro. I, I know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how hard he put that dunk down. It was ridiculous. It's, Connor, it was borderline a crime like i could see him having to talk to the police after because it was borderline violent it was incredible there definitely was malicious intent oh oh my god not just for jared allen but for that ball and rim he hated them both so that's that's a high then or is this more of like a what's trending type deal it was a high because it because it reminded me basketball like i knew basketball was on the way but it's like oh officially back here we go. Yes, it's back. Like, Twitter was blowing up. And then, did you see the NBA Lane commercial? Did you see that? No, but I've been hearing shit about it, and I heard it's Connor, awesome. it's incredible. You got to watch it. It's so good. So good. So NBA celebrating their 75th uh, season this year. So yep. they put out a nice video of all the stars. Um, I saw co- a couple Kobe murals in there, which Yeah, there's Kobe. Drew my well, there's, attention. A, there's a bunch of players in there. They got... They got old players. They got, like, Bird and Magic, Russell, um, a couple other guys. They got the current players. They got KD, D-Book, LeBron, uh, Kawhi was in there. Like, they got a bunch of guys in there. But it's a it's like a trip down memory lane, pretty much, is how they're saying it. Because it's sure. the 75th season, trip down memory lane. They're going with that. And I don't know, dude. It's so good. Michael B. Jordan's in it. It's really good. Check it out. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it like i think it's like th- almost th- three minutes long but it's incredible it's so good yeah i gotta i definitely gotta check that out i definitely gotta check that out but another one because i have a, i have one, one more is i'm very excited for the tyson fury and deontay wilder fight that's happening uh this saturday night i don't know if you've kept up with any of that but um, no uh so yeah it's but i do love myself some tyson fury 
I do like Tyson Fury a lot too. Did you see their first two fights? Yes. Yeah. So, so you know the awesome. history. Yeah, I know the history. Well, the first fight was arguably better than the second one because the second one was just like completely one sided and just a straight yeah. up mauling. First um, one was back and forth, just hammer, hammer throws. I, I, I wouldn't even say it was back and forth. I mean, Tyson dominated the majority of it, except the two rounds he got knocked down and the ninth and the twelfth. But still, like, incredible um, to watch and to see. The second fight, I, I remember watching it, and I kind of wanted to close my eyes. I was like, good Lord, like, it's not even close. It's, like, that's, that's to stop this thing. Like, Deontay had no offense going. He was just getting battered up pretty bad. Tyson was just doing his thing. Tyson was doing his thing, and now they're going to the third fight, and... I'm going to put you on the spot here at the moment. I think it's like $80, I think, 70 80 bucks, something like that. And do you remember when um, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier fought in July? Yeah, I remember how we split the costs. No, no, we didn't split anything. I don't think you sent me a dime. No, I definitely paid you for the No, fight. because here's what happened is I paid for it and was like, hey, me and my buddies are going to watch it. We'll Venmo you. Sounds good. So we, we do that. And you, I said, so did you watch fights with your buddies? And you said, you said, well, we went to this random person's house, and they were going to buy the fight. But then I said, I already have the fight, and we just watched it on that. And I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I went to, I think it was like my friend's friend's parent's cabin, who they were having a whole family gathering, and I didn't know anybody there. But I saw a TV, and I literally like went up to the mom. or No, I went up to the dad, and I'm like, you trying to watch the McGregor fight? He goes, Oh, yeah, I would love to. He's like, I thought about buying it. I'm like, I have it. I could put it on your TV if you want. He goes, oh, yeah, sure, sure. And you didn't say, you know, we can split no, we, it? We didn't even introduce ourselves at that point. He didn't even know my name. But he's like, oh, oh. hell yeah. So I basically so got a whole okay. crowd into the living room. I'm like, hey, everybody, I turned on the fight. Come on in. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit, yeah. So they came in thinking, oh, this guy's got the hookup. Little did they know that you did f- all and I paid for everything. I'm pretty sure I paid for that fight. I don't think you did. Go in the Venmo archives. I'll have to go in the archives, but I don't remember ever getting a payment. But like it wasn't mm. a big deal. I was like, Weird. all right, whatever. Because I knew, yeah, it was strange. I know, right? But I was thinking, I was like. But I well, also do pay for ESPN+. Plus. Do, do I? And, I? and I pay for HBO Max. Yeah, true. Speak. <laughs> You watched that news? They're totally switching gears. Uh, we're talking about streaming and all that. You you watched Squid Game yet? No. Take no. a watch. Take a watch. Well, okay, that's a lie. I did watch like thirty or, minutes. Or of should it. we should we save this for movie metrics, or should we just keep going? We can save it. I mean, honestly, I have no thoughts on it. But if you have a lot of thoughts on it, let's save it till the end. We should get into what we're going to talk about. We're kind of okay. No, we we won't, we won't we won't uh, I won't save it for movie metrics. I'll just I'll just basically lay down the whole gist. All right, you can lay it down. Over a bunch of people are in debt. They get selected to go play this game. Mm-hmm. And the games are surrounded basically like... You remember the NBA... I'll go in NBA terms. You remember the, the classic NBA question? You're at the free throw line. You can make the free throw and win $10 million. Oh, okay. Or if you yeah. miss, you die. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's the if that's a classic one. It's like, all right, you can shoot a layup for five grand, shoot a free throw for 20, or make a three-pointer for 100 or something like that. It's not... It's not a life or death situation that I've well, ever in Squid heard Game of. it is. In Squid Game it okay. is. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, basically, like, the first episode was literally they play red light, green light. You know, the classic mm-hmm. kids game? Yeah. But if you get caught moving on a red light, you're f- dead. They shoot you. You're dead. Is it, is it like a game they're playing on their phone or is it real life? Oh, it's real life. You're dead. 
you get shot. So they're in, in a game. So they're so they're li- living inside of a game. No, they're basically kidnapped on an island. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So kind of like Saw. Where um, they have no, to not not. They're not necessarily kidnapped. I mean, they sign a waiver and stuff, but they had no idea idea that, what they're signing up for. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. But God. like the prize money, if you win, is like over like ten billion won, which is Chinese currency. Mm-hmm. It's or just Korean a currency. Lot of I'm not bill. sure. I think it's Korean. But, I think it's South Korea. Yep. And but, <clears throat> excuse me, but basically, yeah. So it's all that prize money, and then the whole backstory to it is everybody who's playing these games are like in crippling debt. Oh, and are like so basically just, bums. I say it's desperate people trying to win money. Yeah. Oh lord. Of course, there's like a main group of characters who like you're yeah. following to see if they live and die, but it's mm-hmm. definitely a good watch. Well, maybe I'll give it a second chance. I gave it like 20, 30 minutes, and I just I don't know. I mean, I was I was I was like half paying attention. So maybe if Let I get my full undivided attention. Were you tripped up over the fact that they their mouths move in Chinese and then it's in, like it's dubbed? No, no. no. Like, I was tripping I, over that for a minute, but I got. Well, used no, to that's it. why you that's why you, that's why you watch it in their language and just put English subtitles on. Well, no, they do that for subtitles. you. They do that for you. It's a Chinese show. Oh uh, well, then I really wasn't looking at their mouths, and I was just re- re- reading the subtitles. I didn't yeah, really yeah. N- notice that. Oh, okay. It was like it was like when I watched the movie Parasite. You know that movie that came out a couple years ago. Never watched it. Yeah, I watched it because it you know won a bunch of Oscars and it was you know one of the best movies of the year. I watched it and that one's like you just have to read the subtitles. It's I, I don't mind reading the subtitles. No, it wasn't dubbed. They spoke you know. Oh, they spoke. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, whatever they, language it was. Yeah, they spoke their language and then you just read the subtitles, which is not a big deal, but interesting. Um, yeah, it was pretty good, but no. If I if I check it out, I'll give it my undivided attention this time because yeah, just give it a quick peek. That's all I got to yeah. do. I'll have to give her a peek. I'll have to give her a peek. But do we want to hop into what's next? NBA is back. Milwaukee Bucks are back. Did you get a chance to watch the preseason game? I didn't watch the game itself because I I watched all, I watched the highlights after. Um, once right. I saw the starters were going to be out, I was like, eh, well, they're just going to play. Well, except for Brooke Lopez, he played. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, like Giannis and K-Mid and Drew, you know, the majority of the Dante, all the normal guys were out. So I was like, you know what, I'll pass and I'll just watch the highlights, read the box scores. So um, that's that's what I did. Did you watch it? Uh, no, I didn't get the chance to. My mm-hmm. Only one TV is able to broadcast it and my friends wanted to watch the uh, uh, MLB wildcard game, Yankees-Red Sox. Oh, yeah, the Red Sox pulled it out. Yep. So... I mean, I'll have to start watching baseball, too, because the Brewers start playing tomorrow. They play the Atlanta, I think. So I haven't watched like a that. game at all. I, I think I can name one player on the Brewers. No better <laughs> timing than now. Yeah, I guess so. It's October. It's baseball season, so might as well give it a go. But, um, no, wh- my thoughts from the game, I mean, you put on here that we wanted to talk about Grayson Allen a bit. You said you were really happy with what he brought. I like that guy. He's okay. going to play a lot. I'm really I'm excited for him, man. What'd you like? I like this. I like his shooting aspect. He played 16 minutes, 13 points. He was five Mm -hmm. for eight from field goal. Yeah, three three for six from deep. Mm -hmm. Um, Also chalked up three rebounds and an assist, and a block. I mean, he definitely brought. I mean, it's preseason, so it's hard to gauge it because he's not playing against you know starters and like. Players like that. I mean, if he's coming off the bench anyway, so these are probably people he'll be playing against. I mean, he looked good. Um, 
he came off a lot of high screens and just pop three pointers. He did that for a while, but then he changed it up a bit, got more into the flow of the offense. Like he had that mm-hmm. one drive to the left, and then he came around the other side, finished with the with the right with a little bit of English, and he had yep. he had that nice euro step down the middle, finished with the right floater. Like he's got. You know he's got some somewhat of a bag, a finishing bag. I, I I'd be curious to see how he utilizes that during. Oh yeah, the he's athletic as hell. Remember? No, remember, yeah, he's no, no. As I, I know he's super athletic. I just didn't. I don't know. Whenever I think of Grayson Allen, I just I immediately think of the the tripping thing, and it's just hard for me to actually like watch him for what he is. But no, well, I just forget I, that. I know, I know, and I'm you know I'm doing that. So I I watched with an open mind. Watched. Um, you know, I didn't think he looked bad. I think he could definitely help us a bit. I just don't know how much he'll actually play um, when the time comes. Oh, I think he's going to play a lot, Brennan. Well, do you think he'll play over Jordan Nuara? I think Nuara is going to see a lot of minutes. Nuara is going to see a lot of minutes, which I'm perfectly cool with because I'm really high on him. I think he's going to be a stud in this league. Well, I thought he was just a spot up shooter, and it watching he's that not. game, he's not. No. Bought of those step like he can't like he was going off some dribble moves, he'd throw it behind his back into a step back. He did that a couple times. Like just looked really under control and super smooth in those step backs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had nice control of his body, had a nice little fadeaway to it and just banged him. Like they didn't even think about hitting the rim. So I was excited to see that. Um he had he had a couple three pointers. Um I think he'll be seeing a lot of minutes because I, I, I do think he brings a lot of versatility. Like, he's not short, like Grayson Allen, 6'4", which isn't short by any means. I'm just saying, compared to Jordan Noir. I think Jordan Noir is like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, um, he's a long wing that can shoot. And, you know, those are those are a premium in the NBA. Every, everybody likes um, tall, um, long players that can shoot. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do for us. I, I think he'll see a fair amount of minutes this year. Yeah, no, he's definitely going to see a fair amount of minutes. Um, I'd probably say he's probably going to get like that, uh, probably like 18 to 20 mm-hmm. if well, he plays up to his potential. What do you think the rotation will be like? What's your starting five, and then who do you think's coming off the bench? Like, who's our sixth man, stuff like that? Like, what do you think is going to well, be? Well, given a, like, so given a healthy Dante DiVincenzo, given, mm-hmm. let's say he's healthy by the time season starts, which I don't think he will be, but... If he I haven't is, seen I haven't really read up on it too much. Yeah, I haven't read much on it. But I'm just going to assume that he is right now. So he's in the starting lineup, right? That's basically the only hole to fill, like only like spot where mm-hmm. you could start another person. Yeah. But, I mean, it's going to be Giannis, Chris, Drew, Dante, and Brooke. Yes. Um, And then coming off the bench, you know, I'm looking and – so obviously Pat's I think Pat's gonna be our sixth guy still. Pat Pat or Bobby, I think is a pretty safe. Oh bet. shit, totally space Bobby. Bobby, yeah, Pat or Bobby. They'll mm-hmm. flip flop. They're each gonna play twenty some minutes a game. Yeah. Bobby Six probably even more there. sometimes. Six and seven. And then It's eight. interesting because do you think we're like let's say it comes down to like like clutch time. Game's coming down. Brooks in trouble. Brooks got like four fouls, five fouls. Yeah. We only really have like one other big guy. Well, and that's Mamu. No. Unless I you just say slide that. Giannis to the five and play like a small ball lineup. I wouldn't even say that small ball. He's a legit seven footer that can bang with the majority of NBA centers. Um, I yeah. Mean, we, we did that during the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that makes sense. And honestly, I'd, I'd probably be, probably prefer that. Yeah, for I mean, Giannis he, at the four or five, just keep him there. It, 
the one thing that it does, though, it does shrink us on offense, though, because Giannis doesn't have the ability. Like players don't respect his ability to shoot the three pointers. At least with Brook Lopez, it stretches out the centers enough where they gotta at least respect that he's gonna shoot because he'll pull up from deep. He'll deep. Oh, he'll pull um, up from thirty. Yeah, if he's open. And with Giannis, it's a little different. Like you know, he he'll shoot, but you're not. You know, you want him to shoot rather than take it to the rim the majority of the time. So I think that does hurt us a little bit on the offensive end. But in transition, where we make a lot of our damage, I mean, it it gives us such an advantage. I mean, um, in the playoffs during the Phoenix Suns, we, we did that a lot of times where we'd have Giannis down there at the five. I mean, even Bobby, we put down there at the five because eight. Well, and you can. That's kind of when the series started turning too. Is when we had Giannis. When Giannis finally understood that he should just stay down low, and then every every other part of the game will come to him. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's how he dropped his 50 points. He just yeah. was in the paint or or, 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 or around it. I, I mean, honestly, his. honestly, when he was when he dropped 50, he was he just wasn't missing, dude. He was hitting yeah. middies. I yeah, mean, I was, was gonna say playing. he was hitting mid-range. He was doing his he thing. Was, he was on yeah, he was, yeah, he was playing out of his mind. But I'm just saying. I mean, you even think on the lob though, like that was Brook Lopez on the floor. I don't think he was. No, I think Giannis was at the five. I think PJ I, was in. Yeah. So. Um, I'm not too worried about the size thing because you do have Giannis and you can literally slide him at the five and he can okay. he can bang with probably 85% of the centers in the in right. the league. I wouldn't want him banging with Jokic or Embiid, probably Gobert. Um, like I'd say, I'd say he can bang with Jokic because Jokic is just not, not good at, I wouldn't, at all. I wouldn't, though. I wouldn't. That's just a big man. It's a big boy. He's a big guy, but, I mean, Giannis is stronger and probably – just as big. I wouldn't even say he's stronger. I think Jokic outweighs him by uh, like probably twenty pounds. That yeah, don't. Oh, 20 pounds. Let me look this shit up real quick. Jokic is huge. I, like he's a big, big man. Um. So six eleven, I mean, two eighty four. Good lord. Yeah, I was gonna say he like a lot. And Giannis is two fifty, two sixty. So at least 20, 30 pounds. Like I really wouldn't want him banging with him. I wouldn't want him banging with, um, Embiid. Carl Anthony Towns, maybe, because, I mean, did, did you see those pictures of Cat on Twitter? I did not. Man's looking lean. Man's looking lean and mean. Man's looking good. Can give him some respect. They might win 40 games. Uh, that may be a 30 stretch. tops. Um, I I mean, honestly, I hope they do okay. I don't hate the T-Wolves, you know. Are we really talking about the T-Wolves right now? I'm just saying, you know, Cat came up. I really hope they do okay, but... Um, back to Giannis, you know, like I said, 85% of the league he could probably bang with. There's just a couple guys I don't want him banging with. So in those games, that could be a little difficult where we have Brooke and like Bobby. I don't know. I, I, I think Bobby's more of a four than he is a five. I mean, if you really, really needed somebody, you could probably put him there. But, um, for the most part, I don't think so. But so probably I, I, probably very very slim minutes on Mamu. That's kind of the point I was getting at earlier. I was kind of thinking what they think about Mamu. I, I was kind of play. I was dude. I was kind of looking at his stat. Dude, he's quick off the dribble. He's got a quick first step. I actually really like him. Are you talking with the guy from Seton Hall? Yeah. No, it's always it's always good to have big bodies in case you need someone else. But I don't I don't see him catching a whole lot of minutes. I mean, yeah, well that's that's how my whole question sparked because I'm just like we only genuinely have three big bodies. Yeah, but I mean, if like you look at the it. NBA, I, yeah, but but if you look at the NBA, a lot of it too is you want versatile players and defenders most of all, like players that can switch and guard multiple positions. 
And so, you know, Brooke can't guard a four, maybe if they're, you know, like a slow four. But um, he can only really guard centers. So um, if you have Giannis out there, I mean, he can guard three through five, maybe even two through five sometimes. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think that gives us more versatility on the defensive end, but it does limit us a bit on offense. But... I don't know. I'm just excited to see how it's going to work out. I think we do have a nice, solid little bench. Um, but, like, who comes after? Because, obviously, we're, we're, we're going to give people more run than just seven players. Like, who's after Bobby or Pat? Well, I mean, we just talked about him. Um, Jordan Nora. You, you think Jordan Noir and Grayson Allen are that high? Yeah. What about George so. Hill? I think George Hill is going to get... Okay, he's probably going to get minutes because he's a veteran and he knows how to handle game situations. So I probably yeah. put him over Jordan Nuora in terms of minutes. Mm-hmm. But if Jordan Nuora pops off like how I think he's going to, then I mean, obviously you can see probably George Hill's minutes probably surge a little bit. Yeah, I think our ten will be it'll be Drew, Dante, K Mid, Giannis, Rook, and then off the bench in no particular order, like Pat, Bobby, George probably Grayson and Jordan. I think those would be my my 10. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no but nobody else that's going to play. Well, I mean, we're spacing on Rodney Hood, but also I really don't know how he's going to be. Yeah, Rodney Hood, I don't know. He's um, I I really don't know what the man's going to be like. If he does turn out to be good though, he he, he can be a nice piece for us. If he's us. the Rodney Hood from like 4 years ago, sign me up. Yeah, but Sign me up, but I just don't we'll know if he's that player anymore. Yeah, we'll see what happens, to be but I'm just excited for the season to start. The whole delay thing kind of was anticlimactic, but I don't know. They're playing the During Grizzlies the game? and it's preseason. Yeah, the whole fire alarm situation. Yeah, that was kind of freaking weird. I find yeah. it was funny because I got back from home from practice, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm going to catch the fourth quarter. Yeah. And as soon as I tune in, it's Kevin Harlan and Stan Van Gundy, and the <laughs> arena's empty. And I'm like, yeah. what the f*** is going on? Did another pandemic break out? What's, yeah. What's, well, no, because they didn't They didn't really lay it out at first. So I was yeah. just kind of like, oh, my God, did someone get COVID and they just got a bail? I'm like, that's oh, not how it's supposed yeah. to work now. Yeah. Well, like I think like 90-something percent of the NBA is vaccinated. Well, yeah, that's that's why I was confused. So I'm like, what the f*** yeah. happened? But <laughs> apparently it was just a fire alarm and they are just kind of like, screw it, game's over. Yeah, I mean, it's just a preseason game, so it's not a big Yeah, deal. but you also got, like, there was a shit ton of fans. Yeah, people are excited for the NBA to be back. I mean, I'm really excited. I'm, for I'm to debating be back. going down to Milwaukee on Sunday. I can get like, I can get seats that are like three rows above the bench. Who do they play? For like thirty bucks. Um, I don't know who they play, but I don't really care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't really care. I just want to see my box. That's facts. That's facts. I think you should. Well, if they come down to, they do have to come down to Atlanta or Charlotte for me to go see them. Memphis is too far away. Probably Charlotte. Charlotte's a win-win. You get to see Lamelo. Well, Atlanta's really close too. Atlanta's like two, three hours away. It's not far, and Charlotte's like three or so. So maybe I'll go catch a game or something. But no, I'm excited for the season to start. I think, you know, we've already given our predictions on the East and the West. So I'm just excited to see how everything's going to play out, and. Um, I'm ready to get it rolling and get it going. I know. I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. I also kind of want to be there during ring night. That would be a great night to be there. I think I might actually do that. I should check my calendar, see if I'm good. Just save up and just go for ring night? Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be sick. I get to – yeah. I mean, it's ring night. Say so You went to a finals game. Might as well see see the rings being put on the finger. Yeah, might as well see the golden glamour. That's what I'm saying. I think you should send it.
I might might have to do it. No thoughts, send it. Okay, quick transition. Um, Packers signed Jalen Smith. Did you see that? Have you heard I about did. that? Look yeah. at it at all? Well, earlier in the day, I thought we were going to get Stephon Gilmore. It's like, I all right, so here too. we go. Kevin King's out of town, and we're getting Stephon Gilmore. Him and Jair are going to – I mean, Jair's hurt at the moment. But, you know, when those two come back, having a nice dynamic duo at, at cornerbacks, locking down. You're and about um, Eric Stokes. Eric Stokes is starting over Kevin oh, King now. Eric Stokes, yeah. Well, no, Kevin King seen, was hurt last week. I haven't seen Kevin week. King in the – good. I mean, no, okay, not good. Not good. Come on, come on. Sorry that he's hurt. Probably a great guy. Mm-hmm. Sucks at playing cornerback. It's a tough position. It's one of the toughest to play in the entire NFL. You're it, right. But you can't touch that. But but he sucks at it. Sucks a strong word. He sucks. Right. He well, lost us the chance to go to a Super Bowl, Brennan. He did not lose us. No, no. It's not Kevin King. No. No. We had so many chances we're, to We're not going to debate this. We're not, we're not even going to entertain this. Just go yeah. back to the tape. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Well, Just go back to the tape. Back to earlier in the day. So once I saw Stephon Gilmore got traded to the Panthers, I was like, all right, well, I guess we missed out on him. And then I saw Jalen Smith got dropped. I was like, Jalen Smith? I've, I've heard of that name. Um, so I Googled him, and I started watching some of his highlights. I was like, oh, he's a pretty good linebacker. Fast, big, strong, hits hard. He's kind of a ball hawk. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I can, well, no, it's a, I can, and it's a total I, win for I the can. Packers, too, because do, do you know his salary? Probably like a million. But a lot so of it's going to be paid the, by the Cowboys, would be my well, guess. Well, yeah. Since the Cowboys released him, they got to pay like the vast majority of his, like, I think his contracts this year. I think he's earning like $7.8 million or something. <sighs> Packers only have to pay him like $770,000 this year. Oh, nothing. Sign me up. Like what Aaron Rodgers makes in a day. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, probably. No, but I was happy with the signing. Uh, like I was familiar yeah. with the name, but I couldn't really remember like anything really notable that he's done. So I watched some of his highlights. I brushed up on him a bit, and just knowing the Packers' current situation at linebacker. I mean, Sedarius Smith um, hasn't really played a whole lot this year. He's on IR. Really he's on IR now. Okay. He's, so yeah, he's been on IR for a couple of weeks. Well, because I know he played against Jameis in the Saints, but I don't know what happened after that. Has he not played since? Hasn't played since. He's hurt. Uh, Up his shoulder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I rem- yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you always need linebackers like that. So, the one thing I noticed about him, though, was that it looked like he could drop into coverage pretty easily and did well when he had to line up against maybe um, someone in the slot or someone or like a tight end. It looked like he did well in those situations, which is always helpful. And mm-hmm. he was fast, big. Like I think he's six two. Like he's not short. He's tall. He's a big man, and um, he's fast. I think it said he ran like a four four forty at the combine. He's fast. I don't know how much of that speed he has left, but because um, apparently, like, wasn't he hurt or something, or something went on with him? Sorry, I said wasn't he hurt or something? Oh, Jalen Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has... Sorry, I zoned out for a minute. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> we're, we're supposed to be talking and having a conversation, and you're over there twiddling on your thumbs. What, what, what are you looking at? I'm reading about the Packers. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to do that prior. I'm doing both. Anyway, I was happy with the signing, and also, he's probably coming in with a bit of a chip. He's like, oh, you're going to drop me? All right. I'm going to show you what I can do. So I feel like he might be there to prove something as well, and I, I'm, I'm just happy we got somebody... 
not just because we got somebody, but it shows a different side of the front office because the Packers are notorious for not doing anything in free agency or the waiver wire. Like, we don't do anything. We never have. And it's like, all right, let's get Jalen Smith. And they did it. And I was like, okay, wow, there might be a little bit of a culture change just a bit where yeah. we can actually, you know, have – where we actually have uh, the balls to go get some guys and not just – I mean, or, on our, or front team. office is like, F- it, we have one chance to make it this year. <laughs> Rodgers and Devontae are bailing. Devontae ain't bailing. Uh, he probably is. But Why would he bail? But that's another topic. It's another topic. He'll probably mm. bail. I don't think he'll bail. They'll give him a lot of money. He'll stay. Possibly. He turned down an extension that was worth a lot of money. I I don't think Aaron's going anywhere any, either. Hey, respect to you, man. You're a half-glass-full type of guy, which, you know what, kudos to you, but I'm a realist. I see it as it is. I think he'll stay with us. I hope you're right. All right, staying on the NFL track, um, next week, or this week, we're so we're recording this on Thursday. It'll come out mm-hmm. the following Monday, so we're going to preview the Packers' next game here against the Bengals. They play on Sunday at noon. Mm-hmm. Bengals are 3-1, and one, Yep. but they're kind of – so obviously the record shows like maybe like a contender type thing, but it's definitely – they're definitely not good. <laughs> they're definitely not a good team. They beat the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Jaguars. They lost to the Bears. My bad. Oh, yeah, they lost to the Bears last week. Yeah. Well, no, not not last week. Yeah. They, no, they played the Jaguars last week. It was Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last Thursday. But looking at the game, um, I mean, the Packers haven't. I mean, they, they beat the they they beat the Niners. They beat the Lions. Now they beat the Steelers. You know, Lions not really. I mean, they're own four. Um, look at the Steelers. Big Ben's washed, and then. The 49ers, I don't know. I was, I mean, a couple of years ago, they were really, really good. Like when they destroyed us in the NFC Championship game, I just don't know if they're same team. I like Nick Bosa. I really like him. Um, but, I mean, we, we haven't beaten, like, the cream of the crop teams anyway. So I don't know how the game will go. I mean, obviously I think that we're going to win, but I, I really like Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow's a stud. Yeah, I mean, so I have only like three things down that they have to basically take care of in order to win the game. And yeah, honestly, it, it literally just comes down to their skill players. So Joe, Joe Burrow, franchise quarterback, you always mm-hmm. got a key on him. I mean, he runs the show. Yep. And then their running game, Joe Mixon, mm-hmm. they have a decent running game. So um, just got a key in on that. And then. Also, they just got explosive wide receivers. Jamar Chase is probably going to catch a touchdown. They got Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins as well. Yep. And um, Jair all Alexander. solid-ass receivers. Oh, and Jair, Jair Alexander is probably going to be out this week. So right. we're going to need the secondary to step up with him not there. Um, yeah. J- Jalen Smith will probably play. They'll probably stick him in there right away. I mean, if Richard Sherman can play off two weeks of – I mean, two days of yeah, just being in Tampa. Yeah, not even. Yeah, he was there for two days and – Got tossed started. in. Jalen Smith will be tossed in. After. Started. Granted, he's a Hall of Fame veteran, which I get. Yeah, honestly, he didn't, he didn't look that bad. But back to the Bengals and the Packers. No, I mean, obviously, yeah, you want to limit Joe and what what he can do. I mean, last week during the Jaguars game, looked phenomenal. It looked very very well. Um, I'm just I'm really curious of how our secondary will look with Jair, with Jair out now. 
Yeah, and it's basically going to be Eric Stokes and like Chandon Sullivan are two, the two I corners. Because Kevin King's probably still going to be out as well. Do you think they'll put Stokes and have him just follow uh, Jamar around? No. No, I, I don't think Jamar's that. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that either. saying that they need to do that. They just got to stick to their assignments. Everyone plays fine. I think yeah. it should be fine. I think final score will be 31-14. Damn. Okay, that's a pretty, it's a pretty convincing win. Yeah, we'll we'll go off in the fourth quarter. Well, yeah. As long as as long as the defense can, we'll wear them down. As long as the defense can get a couple stops. Our defense then, looks really good last week, dude. So I'm I'm really high on them. Well, again, we're playing against Big Ben. Big Ben is shot, Connor. Shot. It's not even. It's not even against Big Ben. It's just the fact that they were we were just blowing up their line. No, we were just like, making plays. That's what I'm saying. Our defense played well, yes, but I'm also saying, you know, there should be a little caveat where, you know, the Steelers' offense isn't. I I like Najee Harris. I really like him. I like him. I like Juju, but Ben missed a lot of throws that were there. He missed a lot of them, at least a couple. So, I don't know. I think that plays into it a bit too. Um, and Joe Burrow, I don't think he's gonna miss those throws, and he's a little more mobile than. Big Ben is probably a lot more mobile than Big Ben is. So, I don't know. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Like, this will be the first time I've actually sat, sat down and watched the entirety of a Joe Burrow game. And actually, you know, ever since college at least. So, I'm kind of ex- excited to see what um, his full game is. Because it's hard to watch everybody. But, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the game. I think we'll win. 31-14. Uh, I think that's a little steep. I'll say, like, mm, 28 okay, fine. 31, 31, 17. I was going to say like 28, 21 or 28, 17, something like that. Like but, it'll be close for a bit and then we'll kind of just pull away. Aaron will do something or um, something will happen where we kind of just pull away and make it happen. So, no, I'm enough. excited. Fair we'll enough. be four and one going into week five. Quick random thoughts, Brennan. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, what do you think about this whole situation going on? I mean... If I'm being completely honest, I've kind of tuned out Kyrie. But you know what's going on. I mean, kind of, but I don't know the um, like the really minute details of it. I mean, if you could give me some insight, that'd be appreciated. So there's, there's really nothing too minute about it. It's just the fact that Kyrie, so ever since last year, he's been on this like spiritual journey or whatever, whatever he's on. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's doing, he's just doing his thing. Yep. Last year he was skipping games and whatnot because of certain things that we still don't know, yada, yeah. yada, yada. And yeah. now he's refusing to get vaccinated. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, 90% of the league, 95% of the league, something crazy high is vaccinated, right? Mm-hmm. And he's refusing. And the problem is a lot of these arenas have a vaccine mandate. Yep. So his own arena, Barclays Center in New York, they have a vaccine mandate. Pretty sure the whole state of New York like businesses have like a vaccine mandate. Buildings have a vaccine mandate. Yeah, I, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I wouldn't be super surprised. So like, I knew it was about the vaccine thing. Um, I mean, it, it, it's hard because it is, it is a personal decision, but at the same time. But when it comes like, to your job, I don't think it is. And that's that's what I'm getting at is because you know, James Harden and. KD, they expect you to be there. If it's just KD and Harden, they can be beat. They're not the super juggernaut that they are with Kyrie Irving on the team. 
And I spoke about this a few pods ago where I was talking about how you know teams, specifically in the NFL, but also NBA, they need to take into consideration who's on their team and if they're getting vaccinated or not. Because if they're not getting vaccinated, there is a high chance that they're not going to be available for some for some games. And that needs to be taken into consideration. I mean, we saw Andrew Wiggins, he got vac- vet vaccinated. But Kyrie Irving, especially in the last couple of years, has been very hell-bent on sticking to what he wants to do, which is fine. Like, you need to do what you want to do. But also, you have an entire team relying on you to be there. So, I don't know. I feel like he kind of lets his team down a bit, too. Um, like, I, I, get the, I get the hesitancy with the vaccine, but... At the same time, it's like, I just, I, I don't like when millionaires complain about things that, um, where they're like, I don't want to do that. It's like, well, you have to, that's the rule. And it's like, if you don't want to do it, then you gotta, there's a fine for you to pay. And he's gonna, he could potentially lose millions and millions of dollars. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, he'd I don't be, know. He'd be, he'll, apparently he'll the NBA has a thing where someone could be like a part-time player. So that's like what he'd be, a part-time player. So like, how many games? Something like that. I saw something on Bleach Report that said that. So if so, if he's a part-time player, can he get part-time paid? I, if, I, I don't. If know. I, I was the Nets, I'd that. be like, you know, if you're only going to be here for half the time, I'm not paying you what, like all that. That's that's bullshit. Like, oh yeah, I mean, you get it's not paid like you're for playing injured games. or anything. It's not like you're injured and re- rehabbing. You're just actively choosing not to participate. Which, again, it, it's really hard because it is a personal decision. But if he's made it this far, I don't know if he'll. I don't know if he'll get it. I really don't. I mean, did you see his NBA media day thing? Yeah, I did. I didn't care for it. Was he in like a dark closet? Like he didn't try at all. He didn't yeah, care I don't know at all. He was doing. I get the media is not your favorite thing to do, but it's part of the job. Right. And it's like, well, I don't care about that type of stuff anymore. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't sign up to do that. It's like, well, if you chose this life, you chose to be a professional NBA player. That comes with the job. There's parts of jobs that everybody hates. Like, there's certain things that I don't care to do, but I have to. It's my job. Um, like, it's just part of the job, and I just get really tired and they complain about it a lot. Yeah, I know, because they're making so much off of everything. Well, and also, he's a grown man. Make your own decisions. Do what you want to do, but like. Just don't sit up there and complain how it's unfair. It's like that. That's just it's the rules. I, that's just it's the rules. You kind of everyone has to follow rules at some point. I agree. So I don't know that that's the only thing that kind of annoyed me about it. But we'll see what happens. I mean, it bodes well for for us. So I mean, oh, not, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It bodes well for us. So hey, if Kyrie doesn't want to get it, don't get it. And yeah. um, you know, it's not going to change. Um, my thoughts on the NBA season at all. It's not gonna it's not gonna dampen my mood. I do love watching him play. He is electric and fun to watch. But we'll see what happens. Other breaking news by Bleacher Report within the last hour, two hours. Ben Simmons' lack of paycheck, his he's been financially notified and now is kinda of thinking about this uh holdout again. But like how much money he could potentially lose. Yep. Yep. He finally got the numbers back. He's like, ooh, that's a big number. Here it is. Philadelphia guards, his camp is taking notice of financial significance of holdout after he was fined $360,000 for skipping game. Oof. 360 grand. Yikes. Oh. 
He's like, I could lose enough to buy a small country. I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah, he just got fined a whole, whole ass house. Damn, three hundred sixty grand. Yeah, nice I'd ass be house rethinking. Too. I'd be rethinking it too. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, yeah, well, I'd be like, damn, one game. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm on my way, Philly. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's the f-ing, uh, general manager? Daryl Morey. Oh yeah, hey Daryl. Hey, pack I'm my bags. My right now, I, I'm, I'm on my way. <laughs> I'll be there in twenty. <laughs> yeah, hopping on the PJ. Could you? <laughs> could you imagine? If, okay, odds are he'll probably end up playing for the Sixers because they've shown no, like, no inclination that they're going to trade him. Can you imagine what's going to happen to him when he steps on that court? What those oh fans are going to do to him? He's going to get trashed. Well, dude, AE, have you ever heard of AEW Wrestling? Yes. Yeah, it's CM Punk. Yeah, they're in, so they're in Philadelphia tonight, right? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, it's a huge f- Ben Simmons chant. <laughs> Wait, one sparked out? Oh yeah, it was, it was it was loud as hell. Oh my god! Rock in a hard place, Benny boy, and you caused it all. I can shoot the ball. I don't care if I'm peeking. Uh, all of it would have been fixed if you at least tried to shoot. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know. We've talked about Ben Ben Simmons ad nauseum, but uh, but still, <laughs> I know it's just the Ben Simmons saga that won't end. But three hundred sixty grand for a love keeping up game? with it though. I mean, because it's fun. It's fun to see things fall apart. <laughs> but it's also like, oh, God, buddy, 360000 effing dollars. It, it, listen to this, though. It it really shows how different of worlds that me and Ben Simmons live in when he's oh, yeah. think he's reconsidering coming back after a, only a $360,000 fine. But the other day, I got a $25 parking ticket that I just don't know if I can financially recover from. I'm just kind of like, oh, $25? Oh, God. That's groceries. That's, that's, that's food for a week. That's a half a tank. <laughs> yeah, you and Ben Simmons are on different levels. That is insane. That is big facts. I don't know. Parking ticket. He didn't show up for one night in a game that doesn't even count. And he's like, oh, And got God. fined oh, ten God. times as much as I'll ever make in the next five years. God, I could buy a nice house. Shit, um, maybe I could buy a nice-ass house and, like, doesn't matter. Well, here's the thing. It was like, his teammates have already trashed him. His, True. His coaches have trashed him. Yep. He doesn't want to be there. He's made that yep. abundantly clear. And now he has to suck it up. Get on that PJ. And fly his ass to Philly. Oh, I hope he doesn't come back, man. I just feel bad. He's for probably him. chilling in LA, at the pool, chilling, getting some workouts in, and then he just got a financial statement from his agent, and he's like, "All right, baby, pack, pack the bags. We gotta get going." <laughs> he's like, "All right, happening. honey." Isn't he still dating the Jenner? No, that's Devin Booker. Could you imagine if? Oh my God, when he steps on that court, God, it's gonna be awful. They're going to butcher him. They're going to eat him alive. Oh, poor Ben Simmons. But doesn't matter. We've, talk, we've talked about him a lot. What we should be talking about a lot, though, is our final season prediction awards. Before the season gets started, who do you think has taken home the awards, Connor? Um, nice I'd love to hear. Transition, Brennan. Good transition, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But where, where do you think the MVP... The Defensive Player of the Year, the Rookie of the Year, Six Man, where do you think those awards are going to be heading? 
Start off with MVP. Sure. Who do you think's winning the MVP? I'm kind of iffy on this, but also it makes perfect sense. I'm going with Luka Donich. Yep, I figured that was the direction you're going. Okay. I think it's either going to be Luka or Giannis again, honestly, man. Oh, okay. I think it's going to um, be... Oh, I'm sorry. Dude. No, go ahead, man. Well, I'm thinking it's going to be KD or Steph. I'm, oh. I'm leaning towards KD because if Kyrie's not there, he's going to go crazy. He's just going to go bonkers. Okay, um, but you got to think about the context of this. So, KD is not going to play all 82 games or whatever games they're playing this year. It's not going to happen. KD's going to sit a lot. So I think that immediately is going to boot him from the MVP convo. See, well, how many Steph, games? Steph is not a listen though. Steph is not yeah. a bad pick because Steph's team right now isn't a surefire contender. Mm-hmm. Steph needs to be Steph, and he needs to play at a significantly high level in order for them to be a contender, which is obviously going to boost his numbers. And if he steps up to the plate, which we've all seen he has and probably will again, mm-hmm. that puts him in the discussion for it. So that's the only reason why I chose Luca. He's kind of the back. He, well, he's obviously the backbone of that team. He's literally the deciding factor whether they make the playoffs or not. So that also puts him in the discussion. Giannis as well. Giannis doesn't really miss too much games, and the, and honestly, he, it's just kind of his league right now. He's coming off a title victory. And, you know, kind of LeBron did the same thing when he won his title. You know, mm-hmm. just balling out. Drop if he just drops insane numbers like he because he keeps improving literally every freaking year. So if he keeps doing it and if he takes an even bigger jump than he does, let's say his let's say his three point percentage jumps like five percent, something nuts. That would put him in the discussion for it as well. Yeah. Well, Katie only played thirty five games last year, so I I. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get that point. It makes sense. Um. I like it, though, because I feel like he'll definitely play more this year. He was coming off an Achilles injury last year. Um, they wanted to take it easy. I think he'll play probably at least 60 games. I'd say at least 50, 60 games. I think that's enough. Also, Steph Steph arguably could have been the MVP last year. The only reason he probably didn't get it is because his team didn't perform the way, um, the, the way they wanted to. They missed the playoffs. But... With your prediction of the Warriors getting the second seed, he should definitely be in the conversation then. He's Well, he's going to be in this conversation no matter what. He's going to be a 28, 29 point per game. And it's been a while. Side. It's been a while since Steph has won the MVP. I think the last one was 20, 2017. Yeah, 2016, 2017, 2015, 2016, something like that. Yeah, no, 2015-2016 I think was the last time. So it's been a while. It's been a minute. So I think I think he's going to come out, and I really think he can make a nice run at the MVP. Um, I think it's either be KD or Steph. Steph, I totally agree with. Once again, KD, I just really don't think so, man. They got too many stars. Everyone's going to be scoring. It, I, it doesn't fit the storyline. Like, Jokic won it last year because he was he ran the team. It's you got to think about the storyline as well. But yeah. I respect it. Uh, let's go into the next one. Defensive um, player of the year. DPOY. You can start yeah. it off. I, I didn't really pick a guy that was on everyone's lists. I mean, obviously, there's like a Draymond, Rudy Gobert. I even saw some Ben Simmons stuff. You know, this one was picked more with my heart overhead. I'd like to see Drew Holiday win it. I, I really would. I would love to see that happen, but it's not going to happen. Uh, well, and, and here's why. is because... Guards you know, don't win that. Well, before he came to Milwaukee... There was that reputation where it was like, oh, he's so good defensively. He's incredible. Um, but I just never really watched enough of him to truly understand how good he is. 
And last year, I got front row seat. I watched majority of the games. And just the the level this guy is on compared to other people is insane. The, the way he's able to, one, dodge picks. Like, it's incredible how he can dodge picks. He's so good at it. When people are coming to screen him up high, just somehow he finds a way to get through th- yeah. th- 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 a row. Just f-ing slithers through that shit. Yeah, he's yeah. Good. And you can tell sometimes he's he's baiting people to go the way they want to go, where they're thinking like, "Oh, I got him," but Drew's like, "No, that's where I wanted you to go," and he'll poke the ball out and take it the other way. He he did that so many times last season. His feet are incredible. He's able to guard one through three in the playoffs. He was huge. I mean, he's a big reason Chris Paul struggled. Chris Paul obviously wasn't healthy, but also having Drew Holiday pick you up 94 feet the entirety of the games didn't help either so i'd really love to see him win it um again it might not be in the cards but um i'd really love to see drew holiday get defensive player of the year i would love that too brennan like i said i don't think it's gonna happen but yeah in my heart that'd be my heart pick too because mm-hmm. that guy is insane historic he's gonna go down as historically one of the best guards to ever play on the defensive end of the ball mm-hmm. um but i'm gonna go with a pretty common pick i think it's probably gonna be rudy gobert again yeah. you just can't argue with stats his plus minus is insane it always is mm-hmm. so it's pretty yeah. clear cut and dry for me yeah and i was gonna put i think i was gonna pick ben but i then i was like nah i don't know what team he'll be on don't pick uh, ben for anything and then i was like all right draymond it's like nah, he's already wanted a bunch Rudy, I was like, ah, it'll probably either be Rudy or Draymond. So, but I was like, you know, let's just go with another pick. Let's just see. I was like, I could pick Giannis, but even even the year that Giannis won the Defensive Player of the Year, as much as I love to see it, it shocked me. I was like, no, it, he was just he was just like he was the hype. He was he was all the hype. Yeah, That's I mean, what the people wanted to see. It's... I watch a lot of Bucks games, and I never once thought that nah, he's the de- de- Defensive Player of the Year MVP for sure. Defensive Player of the Year that never really popped out at me do you ever watch an nba game and be like that guy has a chance to win defensive player of the year no never do that no but you already you have a good like like just how i was speaking about drew holiday though where it's just what it's on a different level than everybody else you, you know say you, that but literally earlier you were just like yeah Giannis could probably guard two through five so i mean that says something <laughs> No, okay, here's what I mean by that. It's like he can guard two through five because of who he is and what what he is. Well, exactly, and that's why he won it. That's why he won the the award. I'm just saying, though, I, I just didn't really, I don't know, even under, we really stand the pick. But okay. I'd like to see Drew Holiday win. Rookie of the year. I'm going to go, I'm not going to go Cade Cunningham. Yep. I'll tell you who it was. With I had three. So I had Cade Cunningham, Jalen yep. Suggs, and Jalen Green. Okay. Not Cade Cunningham. I think he's going to be a stud. And I actually think he's going to come in second. Oh, my gut's telling me to go with Jalen Green. Yep, that's who I got too. I think it'll be yeah. Jalen. I want to choose Jalen Suggs because I actually think he's going to end up being like a – I think he's going to have the most longevity compared yeah, to like a Jalen Green. I think Jalen Suggs is going to be a solid player for most of the time, even coming out as a rookie. Um, and I think he's going to stay be the most consistent. Are you talking right now? I can barely hear you. I said he's in or he's in Orlando though. Like your team needs to have some semblance of success in order to win. I mean, you look at Lamelo; they were close to the, like kind of close to the playoffs. They're the ten seed. Yeah, I mean they were close. They were close to the. Well, no, they played in the play-in tournament then. So, like 
you know, they were at least sniffing the door. I don't think Orlando will be close to the playoffs. I like to see no, the Wings. He's, they he's won't. from the Midwest. No. He's from Minnesota. I'd like to see it. But I don't know. I really think it'll be Julian Green. Um Watching him during the summer league was – I forget what we said about him earlier, but just his game was uh, – he, he had just a really advanced game for how old he is. Like his step-back game was nuts. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was like advanced when it came to like playing in the league. I'm just – I would say just his pure explosiveness and athleticism mm-hmm. makes him excel more than any other player just yeah. because he ha- has that to lean on. Like there's probably no – player as athletic as Jalen Green at his size. Um because Kuminga is super athletic as oh, well. Oh you're saying you're saying rookies. Right. Okay, I thought you were saying I was like, I could think of a couple. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just rookies. Yeah. Just rookies. I gotcha. So yeah, because so that's kind of why I choose it. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I, I see like Jalen Suggs, I see him kind of being like, he's going to have good stats, but he's not going to be flashy. And that, I personally think that's the only reason why LaMelo Ball won the Rookie of the Year. Over Anthony Edwards? Yeah, because he would just make more highlight plays and he'd get more hype. But Anthony Edwards is for real and f-ing legit. And I think it could have yeah. gone to him just as easily as oh, it went for to sure. LaMelo. I don't think anyone's disputing that. But I get I get, I get, get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of why I chose him. Okay. Jalen Green. Fair enough. Jalen Six- Green. Man of the year, who you got? Why don't you take this one? I want to hear yours first. I got a point guard for the New York Knicks. I got Derrick Rose. Last year, he won. Rosey pick? Well, last year, he won the most improved player, I believe. Or was that Julius Randle? He won some award last year. I know that. Derrick Rose is going to have a fantastic. It depends on how many games they play and also how well the team does. I project him to the number three seed, like we all know. And Derrick Rose, I think, is going to have a big part of that. You saw him during the playoffs. Played well during the playoffs because he had to, out of necessity. He shouldn't have been playing that many minutes. He's he's older. But I really think, in the because they upgraded the point guard, they got Kemba Walker there to take those minutes for him, too. And I think for the role that they're going to need him, I believe Derrick Rose is going to have a very fantastic year this year. And I, I would say it could be similar. I was in between him and Jordan Clarkson. Um, because I do think they'll have similar stat lines, but I just gave the edge to Derek because, you know, I'm going with the Knicks, and I, I, I like Derek Rose, and I'd really love to see him win it. So Derek Rose is my pick for sixth man of the year. My sixth man of the year won it last year. I think he's going back-to-back. I think it's Jordan Clarkson. I think yeah. the Utah Jazz are going to be the number one seed again. I think mm-hmm. they're going to be maybe even better mm-hmm. um, just given team chemistry – People getting used to each other. Um, added Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside. They added a couple of nice pieces. All right, so Connor, six man of the year. You, you and Jordan Clarkson, Derek Rose. Who you got for what is it? Da, 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 da. Most improved player of the year. Who you got? This is a man who was recently offered an extension of astronomical numbers. Okay. Over two hundred million, and it—he's really only what played team? one full season. Oh, I knew. It. Wait, like he's only one played like season. one full season. He's played two seasons total, but he just got offered a lot of money. Over two hundred million, plays in Denver. Michael Porter Jr. 
Okay. Interesting pick. I didn't know if you were going to go that direction. Okay. They now paid him a lot of money, so you're, you're thinking right he's going to be kind of a sidekick, kind of a Robin to Jokic's mm-hmm. Batman. Well, until Jamar, Jamal Murray gets back and gets back. Until Jamal speed. Murray gets back. But if they pay him that money, they're expecting big numbers out of him. He averaged 19 last year. True. But if he jumps that up and plays – if if he plays how the money pays. If he plays how the money I mean, pays. He's probably, I like that. That's a good saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally follow. Does that make yes, sense? That makes total sense. All right, bet, 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 bet. So if he plays Ooh, how the money pays, I like that shit. If he aver- let's say he averages about, let's say he averages like twenty five a game, that puts him right in the position 25. to be most Damn. player. Damn. Two hundred four million. Damn. Damn. Well, two hundred five million if he hits all the criteria. It's one hundred seventy two guaranteed. Still, or that's the base. Fucking hell, man. Oh no, I I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But he's twenty two. He's fully healthy now, and I loved him in Mizzou, dude. I thought he was going to be the next, like, like the he new face play. of the he NBA. He played, like, three games. He played, like, three games at I Mizzou. know, but I watched him throughout high school and Mizzou, and I'm like, I f-ing love this dude. His back was torched. Oh, yeah, his back was – I think he had, like, four slip discs or something crazy. High school, though. High school, though, yeah. Yeah, he was hoop mixtape? Oh, my God. <laughs> binge that shit. The best hoop mixtape of all time, though, is Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Or is it, well, I he mean, had you the about, greatest you for, high school mixtape ever. Did you forget about Zion Williamson? Andrews was like the start of it, dude. I don't know. That's like the first ones I really watched. Andrew Wiggins playing at Huntington Prep in, I think it's West Virginia. Just f***ing balling. Connor, he's doing like 360 dunks in high school. Oh, yeah. In, in game. <laughs> Just ridiculous. No, I like that pick. Michael Porter Jr., it's a good pick. What, what you Me, got? Me, I'm going... I'm going with a guy that just got on his um, third team in his short NBA career. He is point guard. He plays for the Chicago Bulls now. I'm going with Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, good pick. Good I think pick. it's a good pick. I mean, we saw last year his three-point shooting has improved. Stroke looks good. He's he's finally in a situation where he's on a team where he's got proven guys around him. Right. L.A. was a tough situation. Tough. Tough, tough, tough situation. It's tough to play with LeBron. With LeBron for, was he, did he play with LeBron for one year? One season. Was it one year then? Might yeah, have shipped him LeBron off halfway through. Shipped, actually. I don't remember exactly when he got shipped off. But, um, you know, he had, he had a really hard time, especially coming in, his dad saying all that stuff about him. Like, tough time coming in. Goes to New Orleans, gets a fresh start. Then they get Zion. It's like, okay, well, where do I really fit into this? Because they got Brandon Ingram and they got Zion. Now they're going. Now he's going to Chicago, who already has Vucevic, who already has Levine, who now added Demar. He knows his role. He's like, I don't need to be the greatest guy here. I need to make open shots. I need to be aggressive, and I need to set my teammates up. Three things that Lonzo Ball is ex- well, especially with his passing and playmaking. Those are things he's exceptionally good at. So I think the situation is quite perfect for him to really have a nice breakout year. Um, last year he played really well. I think he averaged like. 14, 15 points, um, six, seven, eight assists, something like that. Played well, um, but it, it's New Orleans. And also, I think if you're on a if you're on a team and you win an award, you have the the team has to at least make the playoffs. Right, and they and will. The Bulls have a very good chance. Yeah, and they have a very good chance of making the playoffs. I so think I had them at the five or the six seed. So Lonzo played fifty five games this last season. Yeah, averaged five point seven assists a game. That, that's going to jump up significantly. I think he's going to average around 7 to 8. 
Well, hitting Demar down in the um, well, he yeah he can he can do it wing, at all angles. He can hit a slashing Demar. He can hit a slashing Caruso. He can hit Vucevic down in the post. It's going to be nuts. I think mm-hmm. he's going to play really well, and that, I think that's a really good pick. Might even be better than mine. Tossing lobs to Levine. Chicago. I don't know. I oh really my god! I totally spaced well on Levine team. too. Tossing lobs to Levine or leans yeah. a, Levine's one of the best three point shooters in the league. He's got. They're watching. He's the game. got guys around him that can help. Yeah, I know. We got to start watching the game too. But he's got guys around him that can help and that are going to be uh, significant players. And the one thing we know about Lonzo Ball is he's he. For all of the things that people don't like about him, you can't deny is he's a good passer. He's great in transition, and he's a solid playmaker. And he's 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 really good at defensive too. He's an underrated defender as well. He's long. He's rangy. He's athletic. I really think he'll have a great season this year. He's my pick for most improved player. Moving on, last one before we end the pod. Yeah, coach of the year. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go first. Okay, hit it. I'm only going first because you already referenced him. Yeah, you already referenced his team. It's Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan. Yep. Bulls are gonna make a jump. I totally forgot mm-hmm. where I have him ranked. I should have looked again. But granted, from not making the playoffs, and I think I I can't remember what I ranked him. Was it five or six? Yeah, it was around. It was, some, there. It was I had some him, around mid tier. Six, but I jumped them to five. Yeah, I, I believe is what I did. But also, their upside is very high. Mm-hmm. So they could, they could. I mean, they could probably make it to a four seed. I think in the ideal situation, yeah. But anyways, their record, they were like a tenth seed or eleventh seed last mm-hmm. year. So even that big of a jump is definitely going to be crucial. And yep. Granted, all the. <laughs> I don't know what other coach could possibly win it. Boonozer's not going to win it again. I think Monty Williams has a good shot for the Suns. He, Didn't he win it last year? No, Tom Thibodeau did with the Knicks. I mean, Tom Thibodeau but, did. Okay, so Monty Williams has a good chance. But you even saying, though, teams that were out of the playoffs and make it into the playoffs, they don't have to be the number one seed. They can just be – they have a winning record and win some nice games and have a solid seed is enough to yeah, – Yeah, because yeah, we saw it with Thibodeau. Exactly. So, we saw it with Thibodeau. Um, I had Monty Williams, but I also had Billy Donovan. As like one A one B, like that's who I think. Oh, nice! It's gonna be one nice. of those two. I'd really like to see Billy Donovan win it. I really do like Billy Donovan. Um, I'm kind of a low key kind of a fan of the Bulls. I'm gonna be watching them quite a Chill. bit this year. No, 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 not like a fan. Honestly, fan, but no, like, I don't mind I'm, that at all. I'm interested to, to to see how they're gonna do. As long as anybody in my family doesn't ha- doesn't have any sort of like likeness towards the Sixers or the Celtics, I'm happy. <laughs> I used to have a Derek. I hate those. I hate those f- teams, man. Yeah, I don't. They suck. I'm not a fan of them either. But I used to have a. By the way, do you do you bleep out my curse words? Yeah. Well, only only only. F- Fair enough. Yeah. The f- sucking mother. F- all right, I'll bleep all that. Good lord. All right. <laughs> yeah, I bleep out f words and everything else. I kind of let slide. But nice. F words, yeah, that's like borderline. It's like, okay, just bleep it. I also think it's kind of funny too, where it's just like, oh, you got to beep and then burn. Like, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. I like it. Um, all right. So you, so is yours Monty Williams? Yeah, I'll go with Monty Williams because honestly, I do think he should have won it last year. If I'm being completely honest with you, Monty Williams took the team that was out of the playoffs to the number two seed, and they took them all the way to the finals. Obviously, they don't count the playoffs for. Coach of the year, but I'm just saying though, like his resume that year. I mean, they jumped from like I think 20 some wins to over 50. Like that jump is incredible, and I think the Knicks won 45 games, 42 games, something like that. Like they were in the 50s. I think Monty kind of got robbed a bit last year, 
Um, so I'd really like to see him win it. So I'll I'll go with Monty, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it would be Billy Donovan as well. So um, Monty Williams, Billy Donovan, mm-hmm. that caps off our NBA end of the award, end of the season awards predictions. Yes, and that also caps off episode ten, double digits, Brennan. We made it. Double digits, double digits. I was telling you last week, this was after the pod. Most podcasts, I believe, this is like an old stat, maybe, but I I heard somewhere some some sometime that the majority of podcasts only make it to their seventh episode. We're now at 10. So now we're above average. We should be at 11, but somebody didn't want to record one week because he had something like hip surgery. Honestly, I think he was kind of being a bitch. Go f*** yourself. Kind of being a bitch. But we're at 10, double digits, happy to be here, and uh, we're going to keep it going. So uh, Going to keep it going, baby. Keep it rolling. But that's it for this week of the J-Hook Pod. Connor, do you have anything else to add? Nothing else to add. See y'all next week. Appreciate y'all listening. Mm -hmm. See you later, f***ers. Okay, Connor, that's uncalled for. (laughs) These bitches. (laughs)